the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Glake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We are live here at Millburgers. It's Sunday. It's uh, cloudy. Uh, what is today? The 23rd? Uh, and, uh, yep, we encourage you to come over because there's a lot of people here at Millburgers Live. It's humid. It's a little humid. It's windy. Got a little breeze going yeah, uh, out of the south. And uh, Al is going to play all rain songs today because yeah. we're going to we're gonna change the... Uh, yeah. The before, before I came over here. Uh-oh, you got a little rain? No. I got my, put my rain gauge out. I oh, mean, good. I, I, I had it out, but I made sure it was empty and everything, and uh, I'm worried about the cats, my cats, and all this heavy rain. No, they, they seem to, from Monday and Tuesday. We used to worry about the ferals, too, but they, they find their way. They, maybe they get under the patio. They get under cars. they got to yeah. be careful, though, when you... Uh, when you start your car in the morning, yeah. Uh, if, if you, you hear got, if you hear a weird sound, no, in the you motor. you want to bang on the car just a little <laughs> bit, scares them out. Well, because I've had people who have not done that, Uh-oh. and they say it's the most horrible noise they oh, have ever yeah. heard Screeching. in their life. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, besides just, protecting uh, the cat, you want to. I think it's <laughs> so an, bang I, on your I car. I think it's evolution, Mika. And <laughs> the people sound in my neighborhood are just like you guys with the uh, supporting the. The uh-huh. cats and the, and the and the support gets more and more. They now have little heat lamps. Oh yeah, uh, plat- oh. platforms where they can get up <laughs> out of the mud well, and everything. And we don't. It's Jeremy it's, Bill. Does such it, a when does it quit counting as a uh, uh, w- w- one a of those half wild cats and become your possession? When you got uh, a house and you're feeding it every day. All right. We will have to get the Feral Cat Coalition on the show (laughs) so we can discuss this. But, yes, it's, uh, I don't know, some some neighbors have more. We have a couple, and (laughs) they like us. But I think the funniest thing is I think these cats are awfully smart because we feed them at a certain time. Uh And then we don't see them in about an hour or so. I think they're going to the neighbor's house going, meow. <laughs> oh, we gotta feed the cat. Yeah, uh huh. I can verify that because when <laughs> so I walk right? my dogs, yeah, I sometimes see them at both ends of the. <laughs> oh, no. you know, and, and, and the West Westies bring it to my attention. Hey, those cats were were feeding on the neighbor over there. How yeah. can they be feeding over here? They're too? working the neighborhood. The uh, other thing, though, we have. It's funny you mentioned the dog walking. It's it's wonderful. I don't know what kind of um, we've named the cat Lopey. 
and every uh, every morning I take B for a walk, and Lopey tags along with us. Uh-huh. Lopey protects B. It's kind of like a little, you know, you see the president's plane, airplane, uh. and little other planes that follow along. <laughs> Lopey's following us, looking for trouble. If another cat gets near, you know, Lopey's just on guard, and then just kind of follows us and comes back home, and yeah. That's neat. So yeah, Lopey's a sweetie. I like Lopey. <laughs> well, uh, my, uh, my son Jeremy, uh, <laughs> he loves he loves cats mainly because, as a child, he was extremely allergic to them. I mean, big yeah. time allergic to them. And for some reason, when he got older, he's not allergic to them. Yeah, anymore. I have the same so he loves issue. Them. I, I was I would get. Oh yeah, oh, that's I couldn't breathe, and now I'm I'm okay. I don't know what happened. Wonder, <laughs> wonder what happened. Well, those cats, that's part of that the conspiracy of those yeah. cats. <laughs> ah, the cats cat. have figured it out, and okay. <laughs> this guy's you think a, the COVID organization oh, is strong? Yeah. It's a, but the, he always, the, cat, the cats are conspiring, going. All right, this guy's a sucker. Yeah. He'll keep feeding us, but he's allergic. <laughs> well, just uh, we'll insert this uh, little. Pill, it's like the mosquito uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. stuff, you know. So they go to Dr. Whiskers, the uh. mad cat scientist, and they ask Dr. Whiskers to come up with something they can put. I have heard, though, that um, that the reason that there's, or this is was, was hypothesized, is uh, that uh, there, is a, microbes. there is a reason. Actually, I think it kind of is the microbes. The reason that... Um, you know, there's one house that has all the cats. Well, one, it's because the cats see food and they probably talk to each other. But uh, it also has to do, I don't know, with, with microbes. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867. Those microbes so, are dangerous. Th- they're not dangerous. You need those microbes. Well, do we? You well, need, you need, the, you need those. Good, there's good microbes. There is good, good microbes. Mac- yep. Uh, yeah, that's the whole thing is on your gut microbes. All your, all your ailments are caused by having... No microbes? Uh, well, or, or yeah, or insufficient. So uh, maybe I should eat this uh, ask butterfly your, vine. Ask your doctor. Well, you want good ones. Ask your, uh, well, you, <laughs> you know about probiotics, right? Yeah. I think all that is just good it, building your good gut Hi. microbes. Yeah. It depends. Did you have a question? Uh, do you like it? You're not here no, to serve okay. anything, are you? Like a subpoena or anything? Okay. No, did you, did you want to come on the air? Are you sure? Okay, well, hi. Well, thank you. That's sweet. She's uh, let's see. We'll yeah, uh, she, we'll have you, you we'll have to describe you because you're on, we're on the radio right now. Okay. Yeah, she's a uh, she's talking to us and telling us how wonderful the radio show. Yeah. Is. <laughs> and uh, what? She's looking for an exit. Oh, now. thank you. What are you going to buy? Oh, butterfly plants. All right. Well, here. Here's a few. Um, yeah. Well, that's okay, Calvin. That's okay. Up, oh, you're breaking your plants. There. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a tropical micro. Here, we'll, we'll, we'll put you on the air. You'll do great. Okay. Well, I came for whatever's over there because it, it was in the Saturday the newspaper. But I didn't come Saturday, and it's all gone. So, Because it was a little different. I'm trying to get different colors, but I know I have lots of butterflies. I put all my zinnias in. And the butterflies and the bees just flock to those. Yeah, did, you know, did you notice that we, we had a ton of zinnias a few weeks ago? Now we, did, we got profusion. 
I do them from seed. I just always do them from seed. So yeah. I just film. What, what seed do you use? What is it? What seed do you use? Is it just whatever? Whatever seed? Oh, I, I bought them in here, if that's oh. what you mean. No, I know well, no, you mean oh, my big which, ones which and little ones. And yeah, short ones I'm, and I'm looking for California giants, but gosh, everybody's looking for. I, I have a giant, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. But it's California. When did you plant the seeds? About four weeks ago, okay. five weeks ago. So is it started yeah, to bloom yet? No, but it looks like they, they might. A couple of the short ones might. But now I've forgotten which ones are the short ones. I'll sure. know soon when they grow. Yeah. Yeah, but they a, look good, yeah. They really do look good. And they are the top, top uh, producer of the the nectar that the, the butterflies. Well, have. I the, I always had them in pots, but then I had a couple that went down in the ground, and they were the ones that lasted the longest. And I didn't have to water them every day, and they were still blooming until it froze. Yeah. So that this year I started them all in little pots and put them in the ground about two weeks ago and uh, they're really thriving and I haven't had to water them much. So what, what do you have for milkweed? Do you have uh, any of the natives? I just try and put that in. Yeah, I don't know the name. I always forget. What, salvia? Salvia? Salvia. Salvia. A lot of salvia. It's the blue flowers or the it's salvia. I have, some, I have some red. I have some red and yeah. I got a, I think I got a white one. But I was thinking about getting something like this. Yeah, that's, that's a that's good That's a good one. It's good, good for nectar, but of course it's not good. For the the monarchs don't nest, won't, won't lay their eggs on. Oh, they won't. Which they one? only only lay their eggs on milkweed. On this one, okay. Not, not yeah, or any of the milkweeds if you can find them. But this is this is the one that's easiest to find. It's easiest to uh, get to germinate, to and uh, and of course uh, we find it. It's mo most attractive too. So. Okay. Well, would she see, uh, what about your porter weed? Well, porter weed is, uh, have you ever tried porter weed? It's see, I don't know. I pick it up when I see it blooming. Yeah. So it's blooming at different times. Are there yeah. any in the butterfly There's, garden? There were a little, there are a you few want? over there that of the purple over by that uh, tree. Porter weed is kind of a porter. weeping, and it's okay. got little teeny blooms like this, but the nectar, nectar is knockout. And the butterflies, hummingbirds, everything will fight okay, over. that's what I'll get there. Yeah. I think I saw a hummingbird this morning. Oh, that was wow. Teeny. Is it? Or is there one now that's real tiny? Uh, well, real they could, they could still be the rufous, but the, mostly what we're seeing are the uh, black-throated. Okay, I saw them. Or black-chinned, I'm sorry. See, I forget the names of things. I just know I like it when I see it. but I, That's why I said that'll be good because it's different from what I've planted before or have. We had a huge pyracantha. It was, it went up on our house. It was so huge. It was so beautiful. But then, it was hanging on to an oak, and we have uh, oak wilt in Hollywood Park. Oh. So the tree went down. So so did part of the, and then it froze. Not this year, but the year mm. before. Yeah. But it's coming back. But it'll never, in my lifetime, I don't think I'll ever get that big again. But it left an area exposed that I had this little ground cover ivy all in there because it got shade and now I'm just trying to fill it with like plants that will do there plus attract so I can see the butterflies too. Sounds, sounds good yeah that's what I want to do and you, you saw you did you check the certified butterfly garden over there no I'll you might want to take yeah, a see I'll put a couple of those in well on the opposite side of our pool we have a couple of um, 
what are the roses, knockout roses, but because I don't water as well over there, I'm gonna move those. And then I'm gonna just fill that whole area with all yeah. these. This has been this has been tough on roses. Even our Jerry and I rave about the tough modern roses like knockouts uh, and yeah. Belinda Street. We don't do anything else but yeah. But uh but it, it was even tough on them. Just, well, we had a couple that were near the house where my husband always watered them, and they just burst year, week before last. They're just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you, sure. we did nothing to Rub it in for the rest of us. That <laughs> know. But my gardenia doesn't look good, so yeah. I like gardenias. My mother used to always have one. We lived on the south side. Yeah. It was on the south side of the house, and she used to put tea, tea leaves in it, you know, the after yeah. she fixed tea. I tried that. But For acidification? Yeah, they got, they've got good soil over there, too. For that soil is good Deep there. Deep on the south well, side. My, it's got blooms, and there'll be a few again, but it just doesn't look good. Yeah. And our magnolia, we have a magnolia that doesn't look good this year. I'm scared I might call oh, yeah, somebody. This, this would be a tough year on the Well, it's a second year. It's getting some lovers. flowers along the bottom. But last year and year before, it starts at the top, and it does. it looks kind of... Like it's struggling. Well, this turned out to be a pretty long uh, discussion for oh, somebody okay. that didn't no. want to get on the radio. <laughs> That's okay. We've enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, of, yeah, a lot of folks are in the same boat you're in. Yeah, I know. Look, looking for new okay. things. Well, the nursery so is looking one, for new things. This one, and then you said a porter weed? Yeah. And I, I can you see it, Jerry? His, I think it's I think a shrimp plant. I think it's front of the little, the little boys, probably. Oh, right there. Yeah, then, but there aren't very many of them left. Yeah. Well, then there, I'm going to go get yeah. them. Get but my, they'll be back, too. Yeah, I'll get my sister's wagon. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank Thanks for talking Bye. to us. All right, 210-308-8867. No. No, she did. She she finally agreed to. <laughs> she, I don't think she agreed to. She did to. No, no, I asked oh, her. That was, that was funny. She I'm, did. I'm holding... Yeah, that's no, she did. When Milton is holding my, my yeah, uh, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I first fall out of the. I, I think Milton, when you put that mic down in front of her, I think Milton thought you were getting ready to infuriate another. Uh, no, no, she <laughs> she agreed to it, so yeah. we were okay. All right, two one zero three zero eight. I think that's Milton's job, isn't it? I don't know. To, to yeah. no, people off. you're the one that's. <laughs> You, you're the one that got the sign, Kevin McCallum. All right. Again, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. She had lots of good questions. Yeah, she does. Uh, butterfly plants, what did we discuss? Uh, milkweed, porterweed. Yep. Yep. A lot of things named weed. Um, <laughs> well, and let's, let's see. What else do we, uh, we have? out? There's pumbago out there that's starting to bloom. Blue pumbago, which yep. is... You uh, mentioned uh, the blue plumbago yesterday. Yeah, they yeah. Ca they came back down the hill in yeah. a spot that I hadn't watered for where we had ten years in the garden. They're coming like they they're coming back like they got something to prove. Yeah, right. I mean, we've got we've got there's. profusion zinnias for transplants, and then there's zinnias on the rack, and just like she said, the zinnias come up pretty quick. Uh, yeah. So that that's a, a good. And we have Vinca. Choice. I see Vinca and oh, you yeah, didn't a lot did of Vinca. And there's Coral Vinca. Yeah, good. Yeah. Did you see any of the Whopper begonias? 
One oh, of, yeah, I did. Good. You one mean of, the ones I didn't buy? Oh, you didn't buy any more Whoppers? Oh, yeah, I did. That's okay. A, that, uh, that's what I was saying. That <laughs> is there some over there that I didn't buy? I don't know now. Yeah. Um, no, there, there's plenty over but there. But, yeah, the um, we have one coming back that's green on the bottom and it's trying to come back from the freeze. And oh. then uh, <laughs> one that's uh, just giving did it up. Did you refertilize We kissed that? it goodbye. What's that? You, you, it's a good idea to get yourself some of uh, our uh, fertilizer. Yeah, uh, Osmoco. Osmoco. Oh, okay. Because they respond real well to Osmoco. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you won't have to water, uh, fertilize them very much during the season. And but because the, the five-month release. I find the whoppers more demanding or more responsive than the. The littler ones, yeah. they don't need as much yeah. action. The little ones. But I guess they're kind of a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> if, you give, if you give whoppers a substantial amount of uh, the fertilizer, they really respond to it. Yeah. The um, I'm looking. I'm looking at uh, Calvin's this week in the garden, Milton. Oh. And he lists uh, there's a what is good time to plant things, some plants that he let it, and. Uh, it says it's a good time to plant, and what what is f- listed first, Milton? Zinnias. Uh, there you go. How'd you know? Did you look at that? Mm. No. Zinnias, vinca, and moss roses in containers. Now, you you, you know mo- <laughs> you know most pe most people uh, put things in alphabetical order. Yeah, I don't think Calvin realizes that zinnias would be last. Would be last. No, <laughs> and vinca would be in that last area. Yeah, I just see a vinca second. Y- yeah. Ah. <laughs> maybe he's going reverse alphabetical order. Yeah. Kind of like that, kids. Maybe kids in school who never get called on because <laughs> their name, you know, is Zimmerman or <laughs> or Vexler. Yeah. The. Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw a lot of vinca coming up up the hill. And, yeah. Uh, so they've got a lot of vinca and all of the right kind of uh, vinca. Uh, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm working on a working with some some people down south, and uh, they've uh, hired a landscape company to landscape their home house, and. Uh, We've been, I've been kind of supervising that for the last two or three years, and they got a lot of deer. It's a deer reserve, as a matter of fact. Hmm. And so it didn't take us long to figure out that the only thing that the deer wanted, would need around the swimming pool and whatever is uh, vinca, yeah, periwinkle. But uh, they've they've hired a new hired a new group. And uh, I guess they're going to have to do their own evaluations again uh, about the deer because uh, I know they're, they're a paid ornamental group. And uh, I know they're not going to go with all with Vinca. Even though I've offered to bring them some from here. But uh, they'll, they'll learn. They'll learn. Oh, the old deer... They teach you pretty quick. Hey, we need to take a break, and then when we come back, Carl, you're up next, okay? 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up 
on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. All right, we're going to feature rain songs because we're going to get everybody thinking rain, thinking rain, thinking rain. Um What's the, what's the what's the forecast? Have you heard? Uh huh. Forty percent on Monday, and uh, no, seventy percent on Tuesday. I think it's actually more than that. I'll get it for you as we talk. Talk to Carl at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Carl, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. What's um, going on? My wife and I have a brand new house. We've got a backyard. We've been looking at stuff, and there's this arbor ideal that I found that I really like. And I found out what I like about it is it looks like I'm in a forest. And so I got to looking around. What's like, that? I don't want this. It's like I'm in a forest that when you look at the arbor in the background. Oh. And so I was thinking, and for the trees in my yard, I don't want the typical live oaks, like pine trees, maybe some what I would call a true cedar tree, some elm tree, something different. And I was just wondering how you mean far some, apart. You you mean something doesn't live, something that doesn't live, like you. Well, you don't want to that allows you to change them out every time. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to plant a live oak or a red oak because they they may live to be a hundred and fifty two hundred years just old. Just let them finish and. But those pines probably no, won't make it to. I don't think they suggest the pines. Well, the, there are some pines, but they're not hard, not easy to find now. Yeah. Uh, okay. During the the Christmas tree time. Yeah. Uh, and Italian so stone you know, pine, Japanese. Yes, sir. Pine. Yeah, I'm sorry, I interrupt, but I live off out toward Castroville. I know the soil's different out no. that way uh, between Castroville and San Antonio, so if it makes a difference, but, and I may not get my wish, but I just thought I would ask and get your opinion. So, but, well, a, a tree similar. Well, let's see. Japanese, what, is it white? Um, yeah. Italian stone. These are pines. Yeah. Okay. What What is the the the, Aleppo? the Air Force Base Aleppo? Yeah, Aleppo is every place on the Air Force Base. Yeah. Uh, now, Milbergers, I just had a ton, I had a bunch of them at Christmas time. We'll have to check and see if they still have some. Uh, okay. Arizona Cypress is the the best one, I think, yeah. Jerry. Do you think you agree? Arizona Cypress is the best evergreen for. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do, do we have do any they? of those pines left, Trace? From Christmas? No, okay. What do we got for evergreen? We got Arizona Cypress. We got any Deodor cedar? That Arizona Cypress, is that what you see on the riverbanks, or is that a totally different looking tree? No, no that's. Uh, <laughs> That's regular cypress. Uh, I don't know what they call. Oh, uh, bald I'll cypress. I'll have to look it up. I'll, yeah, I'll bald cypress. See what it looks ba- like. Okay. Montezuma cypress and bald cypress are, ba- are not a bad choice. Yeah. For Castorville. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you if you can find a Montezuma, that's your better better one. Than yeah. Bald. Because, yeah. however, out there, and uh, he's just cl- real close to Castorville. Uh, yes, and there used to, there used to be pretty deep soils out there. A uh, farmer, a Belgian named uh, Rini Alvoit. Alvoit, yeah, that's right. Uh, farmed out there. There's deep soil out there, and he had the most highest corn yields of any irrigated farmer in Texas. 
right there, right, right where you're probably living. Yes, sir. But uh, anyway, so that's that deep soil is gonna gonna help you out. Well, that would but be it, nice. So. But you you know you got a there is a list. Trace, what do we got? Just Arizona cypress. You got. Uh, you got, you so got tell, tell Trace what you're looking yeah, for again. I'm not sure again. what the parameters are because you know, evergreen ever, tree to me means uh, mountain laurel, standard yopon holly. There's a whole bunch of things. Conifers. Wax myrtles. Does it? Do you want it to be? You're, you're looking for pines. You don't want live oaks. You don't want, uh, what was the other one you didn't want? No, I'm just saying everybody seems to have live oaks. And so I was looking for something different. I'm willing to put in like elm trees, but I know hmm. there's probably a lot of different type of elms. I'm willing to put in... Nah. Not cedar around here. Cedar elm. Is cedar cedar elm. elm. Is there any? I like cedar Is there elm. any oak wilt in your area? No. Um, I don't think there is that I've seen. No. All right. So we got a handful of a new oak that should function here, and um, it's a loquat leaf oak. Huh. And Milton, you want to Google that? Oh, sure. What am I so googling? Loquat leaf oak. Okay. So I'm not sure what the real name of it is. Okay. But from what I remember, the last time I read on it, it's a oh, wow. semi-evergreen red oak, which is uh, an odd thing to say in one <laughs> sentence. Uh, so normally red oaks drop every leaf, but that one is yeah. questionable. Are you going to make me do the and Latin name? I don't know. Is there anything easy to pronounce? <laughs> no. Then it's probably not no. right. Kirkus. Kirkus. Rhizophilia. Rhizophilia. So uh, you might look at that. If you want to be different, you're going to be different. It's a Mexican species of oak. It says the red oak in the red oak section. It's native to the Sierra Madre uh, in the state of uh, Tamaulipas, Tamaulipas, Nuevo Leon, San Luis, and I'm, I'm Veracruz and Hidalgo in northwest, northeastern Mexico. Look at you doing those Spanish well, I didn't do them. I butchered them. <laughs> um, so, but so yeah. if, you want, if you want to be different, try that, because that is a red oak that looks nothing like a red oh, oak. Oh, it's a pretty tree. Sounds, okay. yeah. sounds like a lacy oak. With, mm. No, it's, I mean, it, as far as the look of it, yeah. it, the leaf has a shape of a loquat leaf. It's just not quite that big. Mm. Uh, and it's really pretty. Yeah, It, it looks uh, more like a Monterey than it does anything else, Yeah, except for the leaf is pointy. Hmm. Here, I'll, I'll, do, do you do you a little do the thing that like Mil, Milton's doing? Look at those. Uh, yeah, look at the pictures. Pines that we mentioned, oh, okay. and, and at, at some some point, uh, and at the nurseries around the area, the, the, there are usually a few of the specimens. But then you've got that that experimental or that new one that Trace is talking about too. Yeah, don't don't and, don't uh, plant those long-lived uh, red uh, live oaks and red oaks out there. That's he terrible. has plenty. He wants something nice that. <laughs> hey, and loblollies won't do good in, no. in Castroville. He's in no. sandy soil, and he's not sandy. Oh, okay. is he? Yeah. No, he yeah. has that's, that's no. clay. Uh, no, it's, it's not sandy. Believe yeah, me, no, you'd kill a loblolly. <laughs> it wouldn't even last. It, it, you wouldn't even make a hole before it died. <laughs> wow! <laughs> just, just on the hey, way. That's better not on the way home. Okay. <laughs> no, they, they last three years in my neighborhood. Mm. Loblollies. Is that right? I will have to show you. We have a loblolly in our neighborhood. I'm pretty sure it's a loblolly. <laughs> I bet it isn't. How yeah. long has it been there? It's been there a long time. It's big and tall. It's over 
twice the store size of the well, house. I might I might be willing to make a bet that it isn't. Uh, I think it is, but I'll I'll, I'll show you a picture if I have. I'm one. gonna take Calvin's side. No, I know you are. <laughs> I'm a, I'm for the sh for sure money. <laughs> Maybe it's something that looks well, like one. All right. Thanks, they, sir. Right, they, grow appreciate it. they grow fast even in our alkaline soil, but they don't right. last long. 210-308-8867, our number, 210-308-8867. Did you have a question? No, I'm here for the Rio Grande. Oh, this is your uh, friend. You, uh, yeah, Greg. Right. Hey, this is Greg from uh, right outside right. of Dallas. Well, you you want to go help him? No. Oh, we found uh, him. Oh, you found uh, him. Yay, uh, all right. <laughs> Did you want to come on the go. air with us? Come yeah, on, grab that yeah. mic. We talked about you yesterday. Well, Jerry oh, said I better grab mine before you get here. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, That's right. I felt like uh, there was going to be a run on these Rio Grande Gold. Yeah, there so might be. The, this is pretty the, much the only place you can get them. There should be. Well, it is I the, think only. the only place. Yeah. <laughs> that that glad Trace, Trace didn't hear me say that. That Trace buys a, get some gets them all. But uh, anyway, the, yeah, the the plants look nice, and uh, uh, so what what kind of pepper is it going to produce? Rio Grande Gold is now. I think I sent you the uh, the write up on them. Are they done? Maybe I didn't. I don't think you did. But anyway, uh, I'll try to remember to do it when I get back home. Uh, but it's uh, it looks like a jalapeno. Uh, but it's sweet. It's uh, I would say is a sweet milk, Calvin. It's not hot. No. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. Cri it's crispy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a jalapeno. It's yeah. a to me, it tastes like a banana pepper, but it's crispy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the backstory on it? Like it it was introduced and then it kind of died out. Or? <laughs> well. Uh, ben Villion, the guy that yeah, came up with a mild jalapeno, uh, came up with this, uh, that, that's one of the, pe Ben was, whole life's, uh, work was to develop a, uh, virus-free, uh, there's five or six viruses that kill pepper, or damage peppers in this area, but, uh, come up with a, uh, a uh, virus-free uh, bell pepper, and as he tried to do a bell pepper, he never he never could get. He got a bell pepper, but it was not marketable. In other words, it wasn't. It didn't compare to the hybrid bells, and so. But he he knocked it out of the park on the hot ones, the the hot one, and came up with a mild jalapeno, tamal jalapeno. And uh, then he came up with the Tam Mile 2. Now, the, the peppers out there labeled, uh, labeled uh, uh, Hot Rio La Joe's. Oh. oh, yeah. Hot La Joe's is uh, an offspring or a selection from Tam Mile 2. Uh, they got hot. <laughs> that, but where did where they, did Rio uh, Grande Gold come from? It came from his breeding program. Okay. Program. But uh, and we, <laughs> as hard as we pushed it, and per, uh, per, uh, we wanted it, we should have gone to the uh, the uh, home garden sites yeah. and did it that way. But Ben was, like I said, fo uh, focused on these uh, bells. And uh, and the town miles, yeah. So, uh, but uh, so 
when I first saw Rio Grande Gold was in his plots in uh, Westlaco. And uh, he had a lot of good-looking stuff out there that should have been put on the market. Yeah. But uh, I talked him into putting a Rio Grande Gold, doing some seed of that, and uh, and I took it over and uh, been promoting it ever since. And the seed keeps people keep growing it and liking it. But oh yeah, we were fortunate to have these seeds, which were <laughs> stuffed away in his refrigerator for 14 years. How many years? Yeah, no, it wasn't fourteen. <laughs> so it yeah, have been. so you'll need to save seed. Yeah, so they haven't been available for a couple no, of years. No, right? that's they, what that's what's gotten me intrigued. I they, have yeah. to have one. So, <laughs> well, it's you have rare. That, I I understood that there was a feature of this uh, pepper that. Uh, yeah, he hadn't even talked about that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's burpless. It's burpless. Did I spoil it for oh, you? Oh, you know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people especially the more aged people, uh, when they eat a, bell pe- eat a bell pepper, they, they it causes them to belch. <laughs> and my, <laughs> my brother, the doctor, actually looked up the, ingre- the uh, chemical that causes that in bell peppers. Yeah. And so I've got it in that article. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I wanted A&M to name it Belchless. <laughs> and they said, oh, no, we're we're too sophisticated <laughs> to do that. And I said, well, they you, got that high you, image. To yeah, them. Right, yeah, right. right. Yeah. Everybody thinks you. And I, t- <laughs> I said, do you know what the most famous cucumber in the world is? Oh, yeah. Burpless. That's right. Uh, <laughs> they, they still they, they didn't get it. And but you should get a couple of the uh, Lejo too. People yeah. really like them. I saw those. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. grab those. You think you should get the hot or the mild? Well, there's no. I the, don't there's think no there's mild left. Oh, okay. The, 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 They're all pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a cool. People really liked it. And again, it's another one too that. No. Oh, yeah. What happens when these go away if nobody saves seeds? Is this it? And it's gone. Okay. It's gone. So, so those plants, each plant will produce how many fruits? Do you think? Oh, the, G- uh, given the, the rot growing circumstances, the Rio Grande Gold is pretty prolific. Yeah, it, it, uh, it the pepper Rio Grande Gold has a lot of seed. That does it. Okay. And uh, the go. the fruit comes on and it's kind of it's yellow. And then uh, that same fruit turns orange, uh, not burn orange, and the uh, <laughs> then it's it close t- enough. then it turns red. Yeah. Okay. So so. Uh, well, let let the fruit turn red, the ones you want to save. And these these seed, this is a seedling population. So you may uh, the plant that you buy, uh, it may some may produce a jalapeno looking fruit, and some may not be that perfect. Okay. So you want to save the seed from the ones that look like a jalapeno. Okay. And do what do you do with the seeds once you collect them? Is there anything special? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, because this is not a hot pepper, so you don't have to worry about uh, burning your. Oven. <laughs> I was talking to a lady that helped collect these seeds, and she was talking about uh, she was helping her mother get the seed. Out of a hot pepper, yeah, and uh, she had plastic gloves, 
to, to make sure she didn't get that on her hands and said it burned her up. It went right straight through those uh, uh, plastic gloves. Now, see, it's mm, capsizing in there that makes it hot. Yeah. And they've got that in a rub now. I love Milton's story about... Uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll tell you later about Michael Medved, one of our talk show hosts. Yeah, he 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 got it out of the tube. You know, it's all it's capsizing. Yeah, it's for tube arthritis relief. Really so, and then and he would go he would go advertise for it. So he got something to try, and he I guess he put it on his hand or applied yeah, it with his it on, hand, yeah. and uh, he got that capsizing on his hand, and he didn't know how to. He he figured he washed his soap and water. Yeah. He figured it was gone. And then he went to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was the last time he endorsed a food yeah, product. Yeah, he said, oh, no. I'm not going to endorse that again. Yeah, that's <laughs> a rough experience. I like right the Rio there. Grande gold. And it, and it almost looks like Christmas tree ornaments because they're all different colors at all different times. Oh, it's, yeah. it's pretty. Really? Yeah, that's it's what a, I like about it. It's a good producer and okay. a very vigorous plant. Uh, 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 as far as taking the seed out, I haven't got this on plantanswers.com. I've got hot peppers on there. But what I think we ought to, uh, you ought to try is just take a knife and uh, where the pepper is attached to the plant, the, the stem, uh, go down a little into the pepper, rapidly beneath the attachment, and circle that pepper circle circle around with a knife and then pull pull on that stem and that'll bring out all the seeds which are attached to the center portion and uh and then you go put it out in the sun or somewhere to dry and then when that seed dries on that stem that you removed uh it'll, pe- it'll pop right off and be perfectly dried seed a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, have trouble with tomato seed because it's got the little uh, coating around yeah, the seed. Yeah, a little film. Feels like a booger or something. Pepper do not. Yeah. Have okay. That. So uh, you can do that with a hot pepper and uh, kind of save yourself, or you can do. A real grande gold. So, do you need to? How do you store them? Just in a? Do you need to yeah, store yeah, them in the fridge just, uh, or just once a, they dry out? Uh, real thoroughly, uh, then you just put them in a Ziploc uh, plastic bag, and uh, they, they'll be okay. Okay. For right. probably for and y'all can three keep, to four years. Y'all can keep talking for a minute if you want to. We gotta take a quick break. Okay. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Thanks for coming down. Thanks for listening to the show, man. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. Yeah. I And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 rain songs today as we're looking for rain uh and with rain terrible Monday 
I'm going to tell you the forecast in just a second. I've got I've got my boat already. Uh, you sh- you, you might need to. I know. I'll tell you about it in just a second. But let me tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, Calvin pointed it out yesterday. I pointed out the mosquitoes that are going to be here uh, soon. Calvin started talking about termites a little bit. Uh, don't wait on both of them. Get ahead of the game, uh, and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you with it. There was a review, and I'll have to I'll bring it next week. But uh, they talked about a, a shared a Google review on uh, Spider-Man's Facebook page, All right. and uh, it talked about you know the years that they've been with them. They had ants. They had an ant problem, and. Uh, they again. It was that same thing I talk about all the time. Spider-Man Pest Control was the last pest control company they called because they got it to work. They commented on how professional they were, had a good job, they were on time, they were easy to work with, and they got the job done. I'm not sure what else you want from a uh, pest control company. And you can give Spider-Man a call. Uh, the number is two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six. 3721 online at go dot com. That's go All right. You, you, you want the forecast? No. All the do, rain songs? Do you think they've seen or he's seen this about the uh, crazy ants? I sent it to about the crazy ants or about the stinging thing? Uh, no, we talked about stinging caterpillars yesterday. Oh. But uh, no, this is uh, something Dennis sent us as usual. It's, you're right on top of things. And uh, about the crazy ant, uh, they said, <laughs> I didn't realize this. They said that uh, the super ants that suffocate chickens. What? That's sad. And start fires by chewing wire. Yeah, I knew that. be wiped out naturally by an occur. They found a, a occurring fungus. And they, uh, the funny thing about it was they they had to attract them to this fungus where they could get the fungus. Mm. I hear yeah. there's a secret society that is training uh, the uh, uh, the ants, crazy material, ants? yeah, so that so that so that we can uh, use those crazy ants for English barrel control. <laughs> They, uh, Instead of chickens, they'll be doing brown sparrows. It said, uh, uh, Dennis writes, he says, apparently these researchers don't listen to Jerry because they use hot dogs instead of hamburger meat to attract the crazy ants. No, no, but you They're are, crazy. But you talk about fire ants, not about crazy yeah, ants. Yeah, right. But anyway. I think you attract crazy ants with a computer system. <laughs> Just leave it out in the yard. No, they... Uh, and I know that I think for a while, again, I'm, I'm just trying to remember, uh, for a while there were a problem with, like, electric boxes and stuff oh, yeah. that you have out in your yard. Well, and, fire ants will do that, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when uh, Malcolm Beck finally decided to get rid of those fire ants. Oh, when they attacked? They messed his uh, breaker boxes. Up. Oh, Electrical so they made stuff. it personal. Oh, yeah. I see. Malcolm knew to do what he needed to do. Okay. Organic or otherwise. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's an interesting uh, thing that they've come up with about the soup uh, cut ants. I mean, uh, crazy ants. So you didn't send this to... 
You I don't think I it? did. I'm not sure. Well, there it is. Okay. You can look for it in your email. March 28th. Okay. You can keep that. Okay. Maybe I did. It's been a while. Okay. But yeah, he was. Uh, but he was agreeing on the stinging caterpillars, though. Oh yeah. I'm not going to read you the forecast. Jerry won't let me. No. <laughs> so. Uh, Why is that? The 80 percent chance of rain. Yeah, but he won't let me read that. <laughs> that uh, is uh, it may tomorrow. Maybe flash from us. I can't read it when Trace is here because he gets upset because it's during the day. No. <laughs> I'm going I'm to read it anyway. I don't have to. Okay. You're, you're just in a terrible situation surrounded by these sensitive people. I know. No. Tonight. Tonight. 40% chance of showers or thunderstorms after 1 a.m. Oh, my Increasing God. clouds with a low around 70. Mm-hmm. Southeast wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, gusts as high as 25. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Shower, don't don't you don't you jinx it. We're blaming you every time there's a there's a chance of rain. You go, and we never get it. Yeah, but it's only fifteen percent or twenty percent. Right. Well, you need to get excited about this. We okay. need to think rain. I've I've already started. Showers, my... showers and thunderstorms tomorrow Monday. Steady temperatures. That's the first time they've ever said that. Around seventy three. Northeast wind. Yeah. Around ten. Gusts as high as twenty. Chance of precipitation, 80%, according to weather.gov. New rainfall amounts between three quarters and one inch. Really? Now, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Monday night. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, they changed that because it was one to two (laughs) when we started the show. Monday night, chance of showers, 80%, and 20% uh, showers uh, before 1 p.m. Did they say how much? No, just eighty percent. They just no. They just say eighty uh, percent. One inch is a reasonable. One inch would you go okay? You'd be okay with that? Oh gosh, yeah. Okay. So beggars. We'll see what happens. It. Yeah. She okay. didn't even. He's didn't not even saying anything. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you can't say anything positive. Don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. That's what your old Latin teacher I'll used to the, say. I got my hand over my Okay. 210-308-8867. But we're going to try to bring the rain. Okay. Uh, 210-308-8867. You know what we haven't mentioned? What much. were y'all talking about with that woman in the uh, that Mary brought up? Oh, we were talking about uh, uh, tomatoes. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, a real uh, a flimsy-looking you know, a, a real spindly kind of foliage. My first reaction was that it looked like it was in the shade. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, explored further and further. She insisted it was in full sun. Yeah, right. Uh, and it, if it was, then we went, uh, the next issue was on fertilization. She had used, uh, what's the fertilizer without any fertilizer in it or any nutrients in it? Uh, oh, has to grow? No. You use uh, uh, huh? it, 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 it has a uh, it's high wishful thinking. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, we suggested that she go uh, give it a dose. It was in in containers. Her tomatoes were in containers. Uh, so. Oh, okay. So we. Uh, gave miracle her, grow. Oh, yeah, the Osmocote. Osmocote was what I ended up. Not what you used, but that was your suggested. Yeah, no, but what what is the? Now I can't. 
the product that's manufactured west of of San Antonio. I don't know. Anyway, it's okay. <laughs> you don't know? I can't remember. Medina. No. Medina. Medina. Uh, I remember. All right. So that 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 we thought that the most likely issue at that point was uh, just a, a lack of uh, nutrients. Yeah, that's that's probably right. Because because uh, tomatoes want to grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and look and look like she was watering them fine. And if she, if in fact she was getting plenty of light, uh, they they were just not getting enough, enough nutrients to take advantage of the good situation that they were in. Uh, what size container are they in, you know? Had a variation of container. Okay. But, uh, um, oh, the... You you recommended... 10 gallon. Osmocote and uh, uh, miracle Grow. I just did uh, I just did Osmocote. Go heavy on the Osmocote. Okay. The tomatoes were pretty... The plants themselves were pretty large. Okay. But they, they just looked like they were... The wind would blow them right over. Did you say what <laughs> variety they were? No. Oh, okay. Why? Well, I didn't know. Maybe <laughs> they were a variety that we don't like? or. Well, that would not probably not be an issue right now. Oh, okay. Might be an issue a little later. Oh, uh, and we have a tomato on our plant. We're very excited. What kind of plant? What plant is it? It was the, uh, the rodeo tomato. Oh, okay, good. It's a it's a little smaller than tennis ball. It's still green. All right, good. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, just how are you fertilizing that? Just one right now. Uh, we've used Miracle Grow, but we need to put some Osmocote in there. It's a container. Okay. Yeah. I listen. I just don't. How often do you use the Miracle Grow? Uh, I think she doesn't use it. Laura is the one that takes care of it, but she doesn't use it every time. That's a mistake. Okay. We'll have to. Every time. We'll have to get some more Miracle Grow. <laughs> but uh, that could be every day with a container plant. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, in the, as Jerry has brought to our attention quite a few times in a, re- in a wholesale nursery production oh, that's scheme, right. they get every time they get water, they get fertilized. That's right. It's dilute, but yeah. if you're getting it every day. It's uh, they're they're getting a lot of nutrients. I and tell, I, I tell people, well, if you don't fertilize it every day, uh, maybe a plant likes to eat just like you do. So suppose we just feed you once a week, Milton. I think I'd do better. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you I wouldn't just, be happy. Uh, no, I would definitely not be happy. <laughs> All right, we got just about a, a little bit of time left, and not much before we. Uh, Okay. Get to the news. So I'll tell you again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's toll-free, 866-308-8867. Got a bunch of events coming up here at Millburgers. You can go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about those, millburgernursery.com, uh, as well as what's on sale. Uh, you can find out, you know, what's going on. Uh, find out different articles about uh, growing. Even sign up for the e-newsletter at millburgernursery.com. Got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Uh, I might hear live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, again, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I got a text from uh, some folks that I gave some onions to. They said the onions are ready. Is that about right? Hmm. I know some onions are going to seed. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess some could be. I mean, they're always ready for green onions, but I. <laughs> yeah. How do you know I, when I they're w- done? The thing they falls over. over yeah. yeah. Okay. I wouldn't expect them to be uh, at the top size at the base. base oh, okay. This point. Yeah. Uh, well, they're happy, so I'm not going to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> they. Uh, I happen to have, do. They, do they have a flower on them? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to ask. If they have a flower, they've gone to seed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they could use. Uh, they use them quick. Quickly, if they're in. Oh, okay. I happen to have an article on bolting or flowering of onions. Oh, okay. From Dixonville. Okay. They've got a wonderful newsletter over there. Ah. Uh, (laughs) Says while the little flower stalk shooting out of your onion is pretty, it is something you hope to prevent. What is bolting and why does it happen? Understanding the process. Can help to prevent it. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, they got the whole newsletter on that. The uh, uh, the deal on the on the flower. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Onions are commercially cultivated all- alliums or biennial plants, which means. That it usually takes two growing seasons to go from seed to seed. So, uh, what you would do if you if you wanted to save seed, which is difficult to do on an onion because they're pollinated by flies. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you you plant the seed, and uh, then uh, it makes a bulb first year, and then you plant that bulb or leave that bulb there. And it get, uh, produces a flower the second year. Oh, okay. So that's why I call it bi, which my old Latin teacher taught me meant two mm. biennial plants. Uh, however, this process can be altered by temperatures, uh, transplanting, or both. Now, the uh, <laughs> I th- I'm convinced that these new varieties that Dixondale is growing does not have the is not problems have problems with bolting like the, like they did in the old days uh, and and once they bolt a commercial operation can't sell them yeah the the ones that seem to be the three or four gardeners that I've conferred with on the bolting. The uh, ones most likely is uh, the red, uh, red creel, creel, red creel, yeah, yeah, and the the one least likely is the legends and the ten fourteen. Right, we're talking onions, Trace. Are you getting <laughs> reports on uh, a bolting on the red creel? No, in fact, the only onion I've even Mary brought a bunch of onions in today, and they looked all right. Oh, good. I think she harvested a little early, but. Uh, well, she didn't uh, tell me whether they were bolting or not. Yeah, uh, Granex, uh, the original onion, it it it's a older uh, older genetics, and uh, it it it's supposed to be early like that. It's it's uh, mother, the grano, 
is the one that uh, they made. I the just love it when he talks with deep affection for yeah. onions. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> English sparrows, all the yeah. romantic <laughs> stuff. And roaches. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, that was the onion that they selected uh, 1015Y out of. Uh, granite, grano. It's the mother of all the onions. Uh, I think I've got an article on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce writes, over-fertilizing can also contribute to bolting. If the onions are too vigorous, too early in their development, bolting can result. Oh, that's the first time I've heard that, Jerry. Yeah, that's me kind of too. contrary to your advice. <laughs> Onion? Now, if you fer- I could see it if you fertilize with the wrong thing. Like if you give it a bunch of phosphorus, that would encourage the bolt, uh, I would think. I don't know. I've never heard that before. Onions bolt is a reaction to cold weather stress. That's why I thought there'd be a lot of bolting this Boy, year. Yeah, this, this year, if there's any kind of stress, it w- we've seen it this year. In other words, what happened if when the onion plant is larger than uh, your thumb uh, at the base uh, and exposed to cold uh, cold temperatures uh, temperatures under 45 degrees may cause the onion to bolt when a plant has five or more leaves so uh, but anyway the, the reason it bolts is because it thinks it's gone through a whole growing season and so the, the being a biennial the next uh, growing season should be a flower my my advice would be use them if they're showing bolting use them as quick as possible okay they're still good yep uh, yeah i agree all I right con- what's I concur what's going on trace uh have we talked about me buying the world selection of peppers yet <laughs> yes okay. but let's talk about it again uh, all right we had somebody drive all the way from dallas west of dallas east of dallas yep to get them they listen wow. to the show yeah i know he wrote he wrote me he told him to get a couple of the legos too <laughs> did, did he actually make the trip for that or was he coming and this is a side thing he listens no. to the show and yeah yeah he, he listens to the show on uh he was going to be in san antonio he said dr parson you have thoroughly convinced me that i need a real grandy gold pepper i live near dallas but we'll be traveling to san antonio this weekend now this today is it possible that the peppers will be available at Millburgers? He said there's nothing this nice in <laughs> Dallas, nursery-wise. He says, we, I've enjoyed the weekend show as a distant listener for many years. He had to get years. real close to his radio. <laughs> you, uh, you guys uh, do a great job educating all of us amateurs. Thank you for what you all do. You know what we so, haven't? So have we seen him? Has he come by? And yeah, said yeah, oh, yeah, he came by and said yeah. hi. So he's going to give us a report. It was a nice discussion too. So you know, did he buy the hot one or did he buy the regular one? Well, I think both. he bought the regular Rio Which, Grande. Yeah, we tried to. I tried to get him to do both. Yeah. Did you convince him to save some seed for us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had a long sure discussion on that. Because my so I'd have a hard time. I'd want to eat the pepper. <laughs> we we haven't reminded everybody. We still got tycoon tomatoes there. Uh, Celebrities, and what other one did we have? Tycoon, you said. Huh? Didn't you say tycoon? Tycoon, celebrity. Oh. And then there was one other of our recommended varieties still 
Maybe the, the, the this year's rodeo tomato. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> STM twenty two fifty five. Yeah. So so folks, you want to get it's time you got to get them in if you're gonna yeah make the crop. It's getting hot. And uh, and I've had, I've never been here at ten o'clock trace when the door is open. That's an interesting sight to see. Uh, <laughs> Trey yeah. saw me here at nine thirty. I was sitting up here working on stuff and on the porch, and it's like nine fifty eight, and the, like a like a, an amusement park. The uh. gates open. Everybody rushed in. Uh, is that is he saying that he's never been up at nine fifty eight before? Milton? Me? Yeah. No, I've never been here at nine fifty eight. But well, you have just not on a Sunday when we're opening. That's true. You know, you're right about that. You come at nine. Yeah, because normally before, you open at open nine, at right? Nine, not just yeah. on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah. What else you got going over there? <laughs> uh, I was going to ask Trace to talk about. Uh, he's got. Uh, I was looking at the sale item for this week, and uh, he's got butterfly weed, of course. Attracts butterflies, brilliant blooms, and dark green foliage, flowers all summer and fall. A particular favor of monarch butterflies also attracts hummingbirds. Um, that's a butterfly weed. So how much is that, Cherry? How much is it? It's uh, number one pots, or uh, regularly $8.99. On sale for seven eighty-eight or three for twenty-one dollars. They look That's good. That's a good price. Yeah. They look good. And uh, I in ten in Tennessee they got a butterfly weed. Uh, one of the first plants I tried to transplant. And uh, I, I guess it's a native it's a native species. But it's a beautiful bloom on it, yellow as I recall. But I went to dig that thing, and it had a tap root. I couldn't even, couldn't even get to the end of it. Well, that's why. Yeah. So it wasn't the Tennessee Volunteer. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> but so. it was a typical uh, re- representation of uh, the farmers what they have to put up with. No, it's no wonder they wonder what in the world are you butterfly <laughs> people doing. So hey, it was there to stay. We got Jim on the line at 210-308-8867. Let's help him out. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today, Jim? Sorry, I threw him a curveball. It's James, but some people ah. call me Jim. We'll call yeah, you whenever I didn't you want. Do that intentionally. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, yesterday I was going by my uh, rodeo tomato, the STM numbers, whatever it is. Twenty-two fifty-five. Yeah, golf size, uh, golf ball size fruit on it, and one was red, which kind of surprised me. You know, tucked underneath one of the first ones, I guess, to set. So I had the grow web. I took that out and I went to pick it, and lo and behold, uh, blossom and rot, really yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just one, one fruit. Uh, the only uh, one. Just one was red. The, the other green ones look good so far. Is there anything I can do to try to prevent that? Because it's going to go into production here pretty quick. We, you, we, we, when we're testing them in the field, uh, we select against that. In other words, if we see a plant, uh, uh, these hybrids, very few of them uh, are susceptible to that. 
in years past, I've, I've seen one or two varieties that every fruit that the plant produced had blossom in rock. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So we that, that didn't make it to the market. But uh, the ones we choose now, is, is yours in the ground or in a container? It, it's in a 17-gallon container by okay. itself. Well, yeah. it, it, at one time or the other, it might have dried out a little bit. Well, that's what I was thinking, but I think I'm I'm keeping it plenty wet, and I that's what I think maybe it's too wet. Well, well there's one other true. possibility uh, being in a pot. It could be a calcium deficiency. Yeah, that's that would be so. If I already had that on the first fruit, um, is it going to be a continuing problem on this plant? Do you think? No, Usually since you call since you call the show up. Uh, uh, oh, okay. We'll, it, All right. We'll give you a buy on the rest. Of if them. it's not showing on the other ones, I think you're past the point of uh, yeah. being a problem. And I mean, okay, you can see, you can see it on the green ones, the small green ones. I'll look closer when I get home, but I didn't notice it on the other ones yet. Okay. Great. Now, even, Crawford, even, Crawford, even tycoon lettuce will show it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, ahead. I love tycoon. I didn't plant it. my Crawford lettuce. I got yeah. five of them. Five volunteers that came up in a container next All to the right. container I grew them in last year. So, anyway, I've been mm -hmm. harvesting the leaves. I like the lettuce, but they're fixing the flower soon. Um, do I stop harvesting the leaves, uh, or can I keep picking the leaves little by no. little and, and eating yeah. them? Or normally, what do you recommend? Normally, those leaves get bitter. Yes. That lettuce gets bitter. Not 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 yet, but yeah, well, I know they will. There, there'll be a up. point where you're gonna say ooh <laughs> instead of ah. Okay, but, but it's not gonna hurt the seed production. No, uh, no, no. Please, James. Okay. That's what I. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, our weatherman that loved. Uh, <laughs> he he never he never admitted that uh, they, they ever got bitter either. Is that he, right? Yeah, he just kept eating them and eating well, them. But spinach and, uh, doesn't get bitter. He must have been from up north. Yeah, he oh. could be. Well, yeah, some that, people like bitter greens. Yeah, collard <laughs> greens, mustard greens. Yeah, and instead stuff of like that nasty kale, what is kale? it called? Put yeah. in your meal. I, I, li I like all of those. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right. Well, um, good, good what's interesting you. is the the Crawford lettuce seed that I saved from my plants last year. None of that came up, but these volunteers came up. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, huh. that is weird. All okay. Right. All right. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Bye, James. Thank All right. You On that note, have we ever heard back from the uh, astronaut people uh, if they would no. do Crawford lettuce as that thing? No. Uh, I'll have to reach out I, again. I really think that that's the answer. Yeah, for that. It's, it's cold in space, and it's yeah, going to be like great. It. Oxygen and food from the same plant. There you go. Uh, I wanted to ask you, since you're here, I've never seen Gara uh, on, uh, on, on a sale list. I've never been able to time it where I got it in and bloom. Oh, is that right? But I timed it too well. <laughs> And I got 500 in, and I sold out yesterday morning. Oh, oh wow. They were so spectacular. <laughs> uh, they, they're they gone. Have you got you got a few left in a certified butterfly garden? Maybe, but I don't know about that color. <laughs> that, that, that color is just outstanding. Ah. Yeah. So I do have a call in to the grower to find out when his next crop is ready because we'll do it again. Yeah, I, I, I barely know what Gara is, but... Uh, 
the best butterfly pictures I've taken and hummingbird pictures were with Gar. Because mm. uh, you got so you they, they were there after that uh, nectar, I guess. And uh, would let me get close enough to get a pretty good picture of it. And you might have some more coming in. Is that what you said? Or? I've got to call into the grower who grew them to see if he's got another crop or when the next so crop hypothetically, is going to be available. Cool. So hypo- hypothetically, I'll have some other ones in here this next week, but not that color. Oh, what was the color? Uh, uh, that color was like a purpley fuchsia color. It was fabulous. Yeah, you ought to be so able to see it because there was a picture of it in the ad. Oh, okay. Says perennial with rose pink bloom. Is it hard to grow? No, not really. No, no. And uh, its nickname is Whirling Butterfly because when the wind blows, those, oh. little, those little blooms flop around and it looks like a bunch of butterflies. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Oh, I did see that picture. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, well, I yeah, I bet sorry I had to ask about it. I, I bet they did sell out. <laughs> what is the... Uh, I think we already talked about it, but you had the the pretty um, things that were going up a stake. They they're over there by the roses, mandavias. Yeah, that's what it was. Those are pretty too. Oh yeah, and there's and more of Amanda. More of those coming out of Florida this week. Oh good. And then I think I got one more shipment after that. Yeah, there they are. There are the garas. Okay. Whirling butterfly. And what is it that smells so good if you walk from the back parking lot up the... Well, man. You already know the answer. That. Yeah. It's the star, Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is... I that's, mean, that thing's full bloom, isn't it? Pretty back there. That is... It's a wonderful smell. All of them like that. We need to do our show from there. <laughs> I, I had a lady this morning and said... She looked at the honeysuckle. Oh, it smells so good. And I'm sitting there, okay, yes, ma'am, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> About 30 feet away is the star, Jasmine. Yeah. And uh, I've, I'm, I've always been in love with that uh, variegated ginger. He's got a whole mm-hmm. bed of them back there. And uh, I, th- I think that would be a great plant for the shade. I do, too. I mean, it's, it, it's, it glows in the shade. And uh, in number three pots, regularly twenty nine ninety nine. Sale two for fifty. That means they're twenty five dollars a piece if you get if you two. buy two. Yeah, or more. That's true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so they can buy three, and we're gonna sell them to them at twenty five. Do what now? As long as they buy. Three two or more, oh. then they're going to be the 25. Oh, okay. Great. So if they buy three, then they got three at 25. They buy <laughs> four, they got four at 25. <laughs> okay. Nobody told me there'd be math. What? Do you want to turn my microphone on? Or my no. Oh, you're not because you were talking about Okay. The sale items are wonderful, but uh, d- did you remind everybody, Trace, that you've got uh, our uh, Whoppers? I do have some, and theoretically, I have more coming this week too. Oh, good! Wow, yeah. If you've never yeah, used uh, never used whoppers uh, in your Begonias. landscape, you need to you need to try them. They're spectacular. Uh, Jer- you know, Jer- Jerry has advocated for the uh, wax leaf, the littler ones, for years. Uh, and this <laughs> this one is is easy. The whoppers are as easy to grow as the small wax leaf. But they're just the the flowers are bigger, the leaves are bigger, and uh, they're just a 
It's a great it, plant. It's a Texas-sized begonia. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I like that. And uh, we've had a number of gardeners uh, that have had the same experience I had. I, I planted, I think, 36 mm-hmm. last fall. And half of them have come have returned. Have All come right, back. that's good. Well, I have through with even though they've been they were frozen. Uh, so are they're, they growing vigorously? They're doing pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Good. They uh, they they are uh, they do react to sun. So morning morning sun is more advisable than uh, any afternoon sun. But they yeah. they'll stay alive during morning <laughs> sun. And as I was walking up from the back. Uh, I always look at my my favorite blackberry, Kiowa, which now has fruit on it. Oh wow! Yeah, I saw that. They they moved. Is it. that why it took yeah, you fifteen minutes to get up from the back? Yeah, they moved. No, they're it not it. ripe yet. Otherwise, it would take him an hour. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his way. Moved, Trace will be moving so them seeds in his, out of Jerry's. Uh, his <laughs> they moved it across the aisle to trying to trick me. Yeah, they're 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 keeping it moving. But I found it. Uh, almost every one of them have a fruit on it, but and if you need de- daylilies, you got to ask Trace yeah, because he can't t- he can't say on the show whether he's got them or not. Because <laughs> well, Jerry will leave and start munching on daylilies. We also we take we purposely put them off his path. <laughs> yeah, it's very smart. It's, it's probably insane. not advisable for us to say that the blue bumbago is blooming oh, over there too. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it sure is. Look at that. It's yeah. <laughs> The ones that overwintered uh, in my dry bed beneath the hill for years is coming back strong. Yeah, the foliage, my yeah. foliage looks good. I haven't got blooms yet like these no, are, these are full of blooms. Hey, we got to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Runs out of rain just like every dog night turns into day. Every and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. We know every storm runs out of rain, but we're hoping the one tomorrow and Tuesday morning will oh, uh, just, we'll just rain for a little bit. It's Doesn't that rain, rain, rain. Good, good for you. See, you've gotten the spirit. How am I doing? Doing great. All right, let me tell you about second. Oh, what, if, what is he uh, eating <laughs> over there? Yeah, you want a little bit of that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. If you've got a big product, go by and visit them on Nelson Road. Great products. You can find all about them online. These guys have lots of experience in the, uh, the landscaping business and in the, uh, the, the, you know, in the soil compost and mulch business. They've been doing it for commercially. In fact, help Millburgers uh, still do uh, in terms of... Uh, doing some stuff so uh give them a call and learn more about them go to the website txcompost.com they're closed today uh, but they're open again tomorrow uh from eight to five it's txcompost.com and uh, you can call them at 210-960-6440 but they're on nelson road you can uh, go pick up stuff or you have it delivered either way and they'll take care of you Bo is uh my contact out there and there's but i've met everybody out there they're great guys uh, Texas, uh, sorry, Second Nature Compost, Soil, and Mulch. Did they ever run into Malcolm Beck? Did they ever mention Malcolm Beck? Yeah, they mentioned um, having experience with, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Malcolm was a part of it. 
Okay. With uh, with uh, Gardenville and stuff like that. So, oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I have a question. I'm looking at my up, upcoming upcoming events, and on May seventh, how many how many weekends is that away? One. I'll find out. Two 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 weekends away. That's today. Tomorrow. Yeah, not next weekend, but next. Yeah. Landscape and patio citrus. May seventh, ten thirty to eleven thirty. My question is, how much citrus do you think will be left by then? Hmm. Look at them loading it. Everybody's loading the cart full yeah. of citrus. Well, based on the questions we get, even if hopefully there'll be another, there'll be plenty left, but even if a lot of it's gone, the folks will have a lot of questions. Yeah. About it. It's a, it's a pretty, it's a challenging, rewarding <laughs> plant to use, but it's also got some challenges. Yeah. It's worth the, the trouble, though. Yeah, yeah. Attractive, water, blooms. Uh, it's a, it's a, that, neat, a neat plant. <laughs> that uh, lemon that's shown that it's got a little hard, uh, cold hardness to it, uh, what is it, uh, improved mire. Yeah. Lemon, uh, which... He at one time had lots of lots of those. Excuse me, Milton. And and so, uh, but I'm just wondering. Uh, that's that's a, normally a good time to have it, but because of the freeze, people are buying more and more of that. And uh, that's what you're seeing over there is the last shipment until fall, if then, even if then. So anyway, if you if you want some citrus, uh, I'll get her up. Who's, t- who's teaching that? Is that David? Huh? David teaching the? Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. It doesn't. No, he's the only one that does that out here, right? I think in the old days uh, <laughs> there, were, there were quite a few teachers. Yeah. Uh, reading Calvin's this week in the garden. And uh, him listing the uh, plants uh, alphabetically, starting with zinnia uh, for the sun. And in the shade, he recommends penta, coleus, and begonias are good choices for summer color. Let's see. What? uh, Caladiums. Yeah. I guess they have those later. Well, because of a, we saw we we had some earlier. Oh, did we? Okay. But but uh, I don't see a lot of them r- okay. or any right now. Yeah, usually they. A lot of people like to use them. May around trees. Yeah, you know? and, and uh, I, I guess the time when we generally plant them is May. <coughs> it says tree. Calvin writes, uh, trees can be planted now. Plant them at the same depth that they're growing in the container. Maybe leaving a little of the top out, you know, above the soil. Over the summer, soak them well at planting, and every time the soil over the roots dry to one inch. You're not going to use the the screwdriver thing that I was talking about yesterday? Screwdriver? That'd be fine, just so you, whatever you use is... 
Indi is an accurate indication of whether they're dry or yeah. Or like wet. I said, Kevin, I'd have to have a a jackhammer to stick a screwdriver in my soil. Well, even if it was wet. Yes. Huh. You get solid rock under the uh, two inches of soil anywhere you want to want to dig. So. Uh, I, ma I imagine yours is the best uh, answer. All right, hey, and have, and we can also use a uh, a sprinkler, little sprinklers. What do you call them? A tree hugger. Tree hugger. Huh? Tree hugger. Yeah. Tree, tree hugger sprinkler. Hang on a sec. We're going to talk to uh, Larry on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and then I'll tell you a little bit more about that tree hugger sprinkler. What's going okay. on, Larry? Hey, um, I've got. Uh, a couple crepe myrtles in my backyard, actually four of them, and they're probably like 25 feet tall, and most of the growth is at the top. But my understanding is those the growth that comes off the bottom are suckers. You should take them off. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. Uh, if so, you don't, if you don't need to renew the tree, uh, they they're just they're just uh, adventitious roots, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you make so you, you make an assessment. You know, you, hopefully you pick the tree fits in the spot it is in. It's as tall as you want it, and you can have foliage all the way from the bottom to the top. But mm -hmm. on a lot of those tall ones, there the the foliage is kind of limited no. to the top because they're they're shaded or there's fences or there's buildings by them and everything. No, so that. It's not automatic that you you would remove anything, but uh, old the the one of the tricks when they well when they talk about uh, taking care of uh, crepe myrtles, that's uh, they talk about you cut them at ground level. Mm -hmm. The old some of the old stems. Yeah. Every year or every few years. Well, they uh, they're on on their own root system. Uh, and some send up more sprouts than others, or some varieties do. I don't I don't have a listing of those, but uh, uh, okay. you you can just uh, cut those off as they sprout, cut them off fl flush to the to the trunk. Correct. Well, you kind of answered my question because that's where the predominant growth is at the very top, and I know from what I understand they're relatively drought tolerant. Um, but I guess do I need to be careful about overwatering? No. Not those old ones, big old old ones like that. <laughs> what, what what color is it? White? No, they're they're dark dark red. All right, that must be dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're yeah, beautiful no, I, when they bloom. Yeah. And and so is there any kind of fertilizer that you suggest that is a supplement or no? Nineteen five nine is slow works, release. Yeah. Works all the time. You don't want to. Okay. You don't have to over fertilize crepe myrtles. Mm. They do pretty well on a limited amount, but it sh certainly doesn't hurt them. Mm -mm. Well, I usually just use the the Medina that I put on my grass around them. Okay, you're not doing any good. Get some nineteen five nine. Nineteen five nine. Okay. To stimulate okay. new and growth. And what about? What about mulch around them? Suggest that you you can. One of the reasons some people don't use mulch around them is that you want them to go dormant at the same time every fall, or you don't want to prolong their 
their growing season. But uh, okay, that makes if it's a if it's a challenging water situation, like on a slope <clears throat> or something, the mulch yeah. may help you keep yeah. keep the soil moist. Well, I live in the Stone Oak area, and and this is all on bedrock, and I know that the soil depth <laughs> is is well, the, pretty the mul- shallow. Yeah, mulch uh, doesn't hurt. You know why sure. they call it Stone Oak? I bet he does. <laughs> After you dig the first hole out there, you know why they call it stone. I've already found that out. Uh, yeah. That's why we we right. recommend before you buy a tree or shrub or whatever. That's a hummingbird. Tree or shrub, so you, said, uh, you go out and dig the hole for it first. Yeah. So you said 19.59. Yeah. That's a slow-release okay. uh, formula. 50% of it is slow-release. Nitrogen. And 50% okay. of it is uh, ready to go when you fertilize and water it in. And remember, okay. if your tree, if your deal is, if your tree is that big, uh, you've got a root system that's uh, <laughs> out from the out from the uh, trunk quite a bit. Trip line out there. So put some okay. fertilizer out there too. Perfect. Well, thank Sounds you. Sounds good. Enjoy your show. No, hey, thank, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Listen. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break while we do. I'm going to tell you, before we do, I'm going to tell you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. If you've got a deck, you're out there today, and it doesn't look like you remember how great it looked when you first got it, it really can look new again. And in fact, you can go to deckandpatiocare.com and check out Barry Hagendorf's website, and you'll see... Wow, yeah, look at that example. Right there on the front page. He's so proud of it. This guy loves doing deck staining and uh, repair and making them look new again. Uh, go to deckandpatiocare.com, or if you're ready, just call Barry and have him come out to the house. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. He really is the premier deck and stainer repair guy in San Antonio. That's Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. 210 9147 or com. We're going to take a break, come back in just a moment, and then we'll talk to Ed right after this on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. Going to talk to Ed in a second. Trace is on the porch with us, so we'll uh, include him in the call. But we'll, we talk about stuff that we have at Millburgers. One of those things is the tree hugger sprinkler in sizes 7 inch, 11 inch, and 15 inch. And if you're looking for a way to efficiently and effectively water that tree, something uh, maybe newly planted and you want to water the root ball or you want to get to the baseline, tree hugger sprinkler is a great way to do it. It's got a little hinge on it, so the plastic sprinkler opens up. You close it around the tree, you put it down, and then you control. Uh, Jerry does it differently, Uh, but Jerry does everything differently. Uh, You can open up the water just a little bit to get the uh, root ball or just a lot to get the the drip line of that tree. So uh, there's three different sizes that you can use. 
Uh, and uh, you'll find it right here at Mill Burgers. It's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product from the National Hardware Show from a Texas company. And you can check them out online at treehuggersprinklers.com or just come on by and visit us here at Mill Burgers and check them out for yourself. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have, let's see, we got uh, Ed on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Ed? Oh, same old thing. No rain. Uh, oh, it's coming, man. Yeah, that's what they keep telling me. But oh, it's terrible. It's going to be terrible. We're thinking positive, Ed. I mean, I, it's going to be flooding and children washing away and dogs and pets washing away. Jeez. It's going to be really a flood. He's, he's gone from... <laughs> from poo-pooing everything now to predicting. Well, that's what you told me to do, be yeah. positive. We said washing the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to wash my dog. Jerry wants you to start building <laughs> an ark, Ed. <laughs> All right. Well, What's going on, man? Let me tell you something about that rain. I haven't had any. There's been rain all around me, and people get marched away in San Antonio. And I haven't had a rain since, I guess, about October. Mm. I've had some drizzle and I've had some fog, but I've never had enough of it so that my driveway wasn't dusty. <laughs> what part of the world are you in? I know San Antonio, but... I'm, no, I'm due west of uh, uh, Incarnate Word, 33 miles. Oh. Okay. Okay. Did... Uh... Do you you didn't get those uh, heavy two tenths inch of rain we had that Milton was talking about yesterday? I think he got them. I think no, they weren't no. enough. Oh, you I, didn't even get those? Well, we you know we got about a ten inch rain. Uh, the way we measure it is, you go out and you look at the dust and you see how far apart the little spots are. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So how can we help you, man? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, number one. Uh, have y'all heard anything about uh, whether there's going to be a festival of flowers anymore? No, not sure. We'll do some research. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's usually at the end of May, so if it's going to happen, somebody ought to know a lot about it. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it. Okay. All right. Now, I've got a, a, a bunch of Bodark trees. Well, not a bunch, but i got about four or five. And... Uh, they're they're getting there i actually had them in pots for several years and then i planted them in the ground and they've actually taken off and grown very nicely good one of them is probably 15 feet high or more oh my goodness and uh i was waiting for them to bloom so that i can uh i want to propagate just one sex that you know they're a bodark tree they're like cedar trees they they have you know male and female trees is there a way i, I was waiting for them to bloom and they finally uh three of them have bloomed and what i'm trying to figure out is can i look at those blooms and figure out which trees are male and which trees are female i mean usually the male uh uh, doesn't have a center, uh, a, a what we call pistol, yeah, in the, in the center. It's just pollen. Uh, it bears a flower with, with all pollen. 
and and uh, stamens on it, and that had it all stamen. But uh, that's about the only way I think of you, you could tell. Well, the, the blooms that I've gotten, uh, I don't know if, if they open up further than the ones so far that I've seen, but they they just seem to be a little globe, you know, a little sphere with little uh, buds all around the, the perimeter. Uh, and maybe they'll open up further and have petals or something, but... Yeah. yeah they they they're, they have a... Do they have a, a protrusion out of the center of those things that open up around the, around the bloom? Not that I've noticed so far. Okay. Uh, I would imagine that's a male. But okay. like I say, let them go ahead and open up. And if those little protrusions uh, uh, have stamens or uh, pollen sacs, in there, uh, that's a male. It doesn't have a pistol. Okay. Okay. Yeah, now I understand these are supposed to be relatively easy to propagate from cuttings. Uh, yeah, you know about that? I don't know about that. Okay. Now, l- let me ask you. Uh, that's a good tree, though. I've got a, well, I've got some that actually I planted in the pasture. And the only water that they've ever gotten in the last probably five years, and some years they got no water at all. Yep. Uh, the only water they ever got was what I was able to carry over there, uh, <laughs> you know, like two and a half gallons at a time. Yeah. So, you know, having said that, you know, they didn't get much. Yeah. And, uh, and did, they're, uh, they're growing very well. Do they have thorns? Yes. On, on the stem? Yeah. And uh, they 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 will probably have fruit. Uh, the uh, John Pear in uh, in the can- in Kansas yeah. uh, developed one that was thornless and fruitless. And uh, Mr. Fannick had it for a while, but uh, the 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 neat thing about those plants—that's the best wood in the world. And also, uh, it has no insect or disease problems, and the leaves are shiny and pretty. Oh yeah, they look healthy and and happy, even when yeah. like I've got one that that didn't get water any last year, and I I had a fairly wet year up until about September or October, and then mm-hmm. after that I haven't had anything. Yeah, well. Uh, like I said, the pro- the pro- problem for them becoming available on the market is uh, that thornless, uh, fruitless one has to be grafted onto a, a regular rootstock. What is this, old sage orange? Hmm? Yes. Are you ta- talking about yeah, old sage orange? Yeah, right. Now, uh, let me ask you another question. All right, real quick, Ed. Okay, I've got... Uh, improved Meyer lemon, and okay. I've got a, a orange frost. And when we had the snow and the freeze and everything, yeah. those came through it like, I mean, wonderfully. Wow! And, and had Great. a bunch of, I mean, I had nine oranges, and, and my little tree is only grown in a five-gallon pot or a five-gallon bucket, and 
and I and I had I think nine or twelve um, oranges this year, or, or I mean last year, and they they did very very well. They they survived the freeze like nothing happened. Well, great. Good okay, news. but this, this year we with that last that late freeze we had. Yeah. They both froze down, and they both, uh, you know, uh, come back and and came up, and they're they're sprouting But why did uh, why did this year's freeze damage them so severely? <laughs> whereas the big freeze and the snow and all that didn't seem to hurt them much at all. Yeah, we've had that question quite a bit, and the only answer we can come with up with is. Uh, they put out new growth after that first hard freeze, yeah. and the second freeze took out took out took out the new growth. Uh, it was more susceptible to cold than old wood was. Yeah, well, I didn't seem to have a lot of new growth, but but and and you know I had a lot of fruit and everything. I mean, they just seemed like they didn't really like that. I mean, they didn't really care about that that uh, cold. I mean the snow and all. Okay. The thing I can come up with is maybe it was a lot drier, you know. Yeah. And, and the well, uh, something something shut them down during that first. They were they were already shut down for the first freeze. Yeah. But then then you remember we had a warm kind of a warm period there before yeah, the second freeze. Yeah, cold and warm and cold. Yeah. And that took them out of dormancy. Now, did your plants freeze back to the ground, or did they just freeze the tops off a little bit? Oh, pretty much back to the ground. Oh, that's not good. Uh, the, the sprouts that are coming up, do they have thorns? No. Okay, that's good. All right. <laughs> Ed, we got to run. Got to take one more call, okay? See you later, Ed. You got the runs, Milton? Steve is on the line at 210. <laughs> Listen more carefully. 210-308-8867. Hey, Steve, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm doing fine. What's going on? I also have an orange tree with a problem. Uh-oh, uh, okay. I had a tree um, on the south side of my house. It was very prolific. Uh, uh, two years ago, it produced enough oranges that I probably produced 180 oranges for me. Wow. Uh, it it got snapped with this uh, the last two freezes, first and it's, I've taken it back to about the uh, three foot level. I had all sorts of new growth come up, uh, and this year uh, on one of the branches there's been a handful of blossoms, but not on anything else. And so, what am I doing wrong, if anything? <laughs> and you know, why, now, why, uh, you, why am I not getting more blossoms on this thing? The, uh, well, it's it's new wood. It's, it's from, uh, uh, you said it sprouted from the ground after no, you. No, uh, from about from about the three-foot level. Oh, and it's, it's and, it had the deals along the, along the uh, stump that you left? Uh, yeah. In other yeah, words, mine, I. Mine did but, that, too. But just to add to the confusion. Initially, there was at the um, uh, place where they had grafted that tree onto a sour orange. Something was coming up from the sour orange graft, which I yeah. cut off and sealed. Good man. But, but 
but uh, several of the branches have come up. I'd say roughly half of them, and there's probably 10 branches that have come up on the same. Half okay. of them have thorns on them, which leads me to think they may be sour oranges. There you go. You're right. Cut and all those another off. Look, look like the old tree. What there should I you do go. now? Save the old tree, the ones that look like the old tree, and cut okay. off all those to the, the thorn, thorny one, all the way okay. to the base. All right. And just okay. keep it keep it watered yeah. to the drought. And it'll 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 come back maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like what I need to think about is maybe getting some blossoms for next year because it doesn't sound like it's. Is there anything that's going to happen this year? Oh, uh, why is that? I, I mean, just off. Oh, like oh, you mean it's not going to have any fruit? Yeah, you're right. Uh, yes. Not uh-huh. going to have any fruit. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, j- just to yeah. add to the confusion on this thing, I had a lemon tree next to it that also was a very prolific. It froze back to the quick. And <laughs> I had a guy, I think, I had a yard man rip this thing out, I thought. But... Since then, probably five uh, separate roots sent up uh, 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 shafts that uh, looks like they're trying to make a lemon tree come back or a series of lemon trees come back. What do you think about that? I think that uh, all lemons are grafted, and I imagine that sour orange that you've got coming up there. So it's roots. Well, what? What, uh, but the the roots. I mean, what the the uh, stalks and that are yeah, coming up don't have any, don't have any thorns on them, you know. Yeah, uh, that's why I said I did, didn't know if it was grafted. I know it's grafted on something, but I don't know if it's sour orange or not. Right. Well, do you think that these things, these ones that are coming back mysteriously from these deep roots, will ever amount to anything? Nope. So my best bet is just go ahead and try to dig them out. Yeah, just dig them out. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. All right. All right, 210-308-8867, but we just have a few minutes left of the show. Trace, what else is going on? What else would you want to talk about? Anything? We are Rare Pepper Pepper Central. Yes, we are Rare Pepper. Yeah, we're the only place that you can get (laughs) real granny gold. Yeah. Real granny gold hot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not many of those are. Uh, Lejo, Lejo, yeah, and well, there was one other one, Lejo. one of them, uh, other one. I'm missing. Is there a Lejo hot? It's a hot Lejo. Yeah, Jumbo. Is that a? Yeah, that's not one of the new. That's not one of the rare. <laughs> anyway, there's four uh, four flavors, okay. and uh, we bought everything in the state. So if you want one of these, you got to come by. This is sad. Yeah, we don't want you. He, he does this all the time. Sad for uh, who? <laughs> Plus, if you still got room for more tomatoes, we got three there you go. recommended yeah. varieties. So, Jerry, I have no problem sleeping at night. I uh, know. Over it, that, it was anyway. Trace's enthusiasm that got been, this all he, done. He's been trained. Plus, Marty called a couple times and said, you got to get these things back on the market. I didn't yeah. save any seeds. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want them, uh, I know, got plenty, or should they come quickly? Yes. Always come quickly. Yes and no. So, yeah. like the hot uh, Rio Grande Gold, there's very limited numbers of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, my and answer is yes, come quickly, regardless which one you want, because they may not be here. Okay. And your buddy David got some from the grower. 
sneaked in there. I I heard that I got them all. What are you talking about? Oh, that's sneaky, David. (laughs) You you remember David worked for the same place you worked. Of course, but uh, (laughs) what does he need them for? I I guess he's going to plant them at his... uh, Well, he's not doing the children's garden anymore, but I think he's got another garden that he's working with. But anyway, you can't... Lots of fall, David. Lots that. of color, and uh, yeah. lots of great plants. Lots of people out here, which is a testimonial or a testament to the uh, the nursery and how popular it is, and how what a great job you do here at No Burgers. Uh, Have you gotten some more Gold Star in Esperanza? Yes. Okay. All right. I saw some pretty blooming. Yeah, there's, we there's still twenty or thirty up there. Got to say goodbye. So we're back here next Saturday here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Verde Road. On behalf of Trace, Calvin, uh, Jerry, I'm Milton Glick. Thanks to Al. Thanks to you for listening. See you next week on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.